so now now we can start now we can start doing a proper recording. Do we want to do an intro this time? Do you have anything, Bakri, or do you want to use the same one from last time? I like Bakri's intros. Hey, thank you. I don't. I didn't have one. Like I kind of had a few minutes to come up with the last one. I don't really have that same prep this time. <laughs> um, oh fuck! All right, welcome back to Battle School Dropouts. It's episode four. Uh, my name is Bakri. I'm joined here by Stu. Say hello, Stu. Hello, this is Stu. And today we have a special guest, the film poppy himself. It's John. Hi, I'm John. Hell yeah. How does it feel to be the first special guest? Um, it feels like winning a Grammy. Oh, damn. Okay, that's pretty good. I'm I'm glad we can have that effect. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how are you doing, John? Uh, just thinking about the Grammys now. <laughs> just like... I don't think I've ever sat and watched the Grammys. I haven't either, but this is... We're going into the story already, I guess. Um, there was a small chance <laughs> that I could have gone to the Grammys in 2019. I almost got Boy. to go to the Grammys. Yeah. How did you almost get to go to the Grammys? Uh, wait, it was a 2000... When did Mitski release um, Be the Cowboy? That was uh, that was 2018, I think. If That feels more correct, actually. But essentially, my friend yeah. uh, shot the cover for it. And... She got nominated for a Grammy for uh, album art stuff. And oh, shit. the person that they were going to go with couldn't go. So, like, I was thrown the ley line, but I couldn't go. So I didn't get to go to the Grammy. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I damn. know, right? I, am, I imagine it's prestigious. Again, I've never really watched it. So I <laughs> still have no idea what happens there. Is that the Ooh. one where CeeLo Green showed up and he looked like a golden robot? I feel like that was like a long time ago. <laughs> I don't know. We were talking about like how time means nothing anymore. So like, I don't know. That could have been two months ago for all I care at this point. When was the last time CeeLo tracked anything though? I, I don't know. Maybe he just showed up. <laughs> oh wait, is he on TV? Was he on a TV show? Yeah, he's on, he's, on, um... he's on The Voice, I think. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'm just hating. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, John, since you're on an anime podcast, I got to hit you with the hard questions here. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so everybody's got a, a read for you. Um, what is your favorite anime? And then if you've got one, do you have a most hated anime? My favorite anime is probably, uh, like, my cool guy answer is going to be Paranoia Agent. I think that's, like, <laughs> my, like, really sick, like, not really deep cut, but, like, very smart guy anime. Even though you label um, it as such, like, I'm still like, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah show it's <laughs> so good. It's so good. Um, I think, honestly, in recent times, uh, it's really hard because Attack on Titan Season 2 is so bad, <laughs> but Season yeah. 3 is so incredible. And I'm See, just so, I'm torn. That's rough. Like, we, I talked about it in, like, the first episode, like, Attack on Titan is my most hated anime because season two is so bad. Like, I never went back to season three. Yeah, see, uh, I heard you say that, and I was like, if he saw season three, like, I, he couldn't, there's no way. He can't. It's it's so much better. <laughs> uh, I, but, I, I, yeah. Season two is so rough. It's like, I remember fast-forwarding at points. Like, nothing is happening. Like, I hate this so much. Mm-hmm. Um, my most hated anime... Honestly, I never got into Naruto, which feels bad to say. No, I don't hate it. I don't. I don't hate anime. Anime is good. 
It's all good. There you go. That's a good answer. Yeah, you know? I, I wanted to ask that question, but it was like, I've, I've had my turnaround. I'm not as hateful as I used to be. So, you know, uh, if you don't mm-hmm. have a hated anime, that's fine. You know, you don't have to be bitter. Maybe in like 40 minutes, it'll, something will pop into my head like, oh, no, that shit sucks. Mm. I, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess we never talked about what we're doing today. Today we're talking about the first six episodes of the anime Tower of God. Correct, the so. Netflix original based on a Korean webtoon. Uh, Crunchyroll original, please. Crunchy Wait, roll Netflix, roll. fuck, god, shit, never mind, god damn it. If it was a Netflix <laughs> original, it would have, like, that wacky, like, CG anime. Yeah, that's... that gross, mm-hmm. like, cel-shaded shit. Ah, I didn't mean Netflix, I knew it was Crunchyroll, I'm just stupid. <laughs> god damn it, I'm going home. Yeah, I think you're, you're going to get replaced here pretty soon, Valkyrie. <laughs> no! <laughs> you better get a Grammy invite. Shit. I don't know anybody who... Like, you're you're my best bet at getting an invite to the Grammys, John, so I don't think this is happening. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, so right. what uh, Like, what have you guys been doing this these last few weeks? Like, how have you guys been passing time in quarantine? I've been, um, mm. I've been playing a lot of Bayonetta, like... I've I've beaten Bayonetta many times before, but like I got it. I bought it for like straight up I think the fourth or fifth time on PC recently. Like I got it on the Xbox three sixty and then the PS three and then the Switch and now okay, yeah, so the fourth time. Um because it was on sale. And I was just like, Okay, this time I'm gonna actually beat it all the way through and I actually did. Uh <laughs> I beat <clears throat> I beat nonstop infinite climax mode. Uh, you don't get to use witch time, and everybody just beats the shit out of you constantly. It's very, very difficult. But uh, yeah, I had a great time. That's a that's a very fun video game. When you say beat it all the way through, you're not just talking about beating the story mode. You're talking about like actually beating every single difficulty. Yeah, every every difficulty. Start on normal, then hard, oh then God. nonstop infinite climax. Yeah, that feels like too much. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna be too much. I thought I would give up, but like, on it, like honestly, on the PC version, I probably only put like maybe twenty hours into it. But like I've beaten it a couple times before, so it's not like it was my first time, you know. But um, because I was I was playing it on like hard mode, I think. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where like these there's like a gold and a blue dude, and they fight you at the same time, and they got these claws and shit. I'm Grace and Glory, not yeah. Describing it. There you go. They show up and they just kicked my ass. Yeah. And like on the tenth try, I was like, oh, I'll come back to this later. And it's been five years. Yeah. In hard mode, they show up <laughs> on the first level too. It's fucked up. Oh, maybe I. Oh, fuck. What was I playing on then? Fuck. <laughs> There's a there's a mechanic in Bayonetta that like they do an awful job explaining to you called dodge offset where basically if you're doing a combo and you like say you do three punches and then on that third punch you hold the punch button and then dodge when you come out of that dodge animation you can press punch and get the fourth hit of that combo instead of starting over so like when you learn how to use that properly like yeah it it completely changes the game like where you feel completely weak and powerless before like all of a sudden you're able to do all this crazy shit while also keeping yourself safe so. That's that's the oh key to actually God. enjoying Bayonetta past normal mode, I think. That's the thing with like a lot of those platinum games is like they have all these like important mechanics that they just hide. Yeah. Like uh Metal Gear Revengeance, it's my favorite game, but like it they make you have to buy the dodge attack and like that's just an essential thing. Like you need dodge to beat the game. But it's like if you don't buy it, if you don't know any better, then you just suffer without it. They do that in Wonderful One oh one too. That's like such a weird thing Platinum does. Yeah, I've never met anyone that really loves Revengeance. Oh, I'm. It's it. It, it went from like, oh, this game's fine. Like it was kind of cool to like it. Like every time I play it, which is like about once a year at this point, I love it more and more. Wow. Yeah, I mean the opening I don't really level. I have anything is, to add to that, but 
<laughs> well, it, it, the opening level is a giant robot, and somehow that's the least cool boss. Like, I, that's what does it for oh, me shit. in that game. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Maybe. Because <laughs> you're because you're kind of a, a Metal Gear fan, aren't you, John? Or are you just I like am. original MGS? I'm pretty. Yeah, I really like uh, Twin Snakes a lot. Oh. That's like that's kind of the one for me, and I like two a lot. Uh, Snake Eater is also really cool. Uh, I think something happened though. Like after I played four, which I didn't finish, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I just kind of lost it. But I think I just lost video games for a little bit in general. It happens. Like it's just Smash. That's it. Smash and more Smash. <laughs> and then and then more Smash, presumably. That's yeah. That's how it goes. But going <laughs> uh going back to buying the same game a bunch of times. How many times have you guys bought Resident Evil Four? Oh, actually, oh, only shit. three times. <laughs> what has been released more resident evil 4 or skyrim uh gamecube i'm gonna go re4 i think so because you get a whole generation before skyrim came out oh that's a good point isn't skyrim on like phones and shit though am i totally off on that is that skyrim not on the phone i'm gonna look this up now i don't know if skyrim's on phones but i know like they have like the vr thing and all that jazz well the reason i bring it up is i'm playing it again for the 30th time hell yeah Mm. It's the best game. Like, it does so much right. It's crazy that it's still, like, in- super fun. Do you have, a like, a favorite boss or a favorite part, like, a part that, of that game that sticks out for you? Uh, honestly, the first part, the very beginning, is, I think, like, one of the best intros to a, a video game, just period. Very true. Yeah, absolutely. They, like, it really just throws you in. And I know so many people that just quit. In the very beginning they're like fuck this it's too hard or it's like too scary that chainsaw fuck what do you do with the chainsaw what do you do with the chainsaw guy it's mad stressful like every time even just playing it recently the first time you have maybe 12 bullets like tops Mm -hmm. when you first like enter that village Mm -hmm. terrifying it's so scary i remember being in like middle school and being really into like zombie movies and stuff like that and seeing, I think it was Game Informer had a cover for the game that, w- or a cover that was Resident Evil 4, and it was like Leon getting a fucking chainsaw to the chest. And I was like, this is the coolest game that's ever going to come out. And that that village part, like, I loved every second of it. Like, that part's so great. You're, yeah, you're dead on. I got really scared, like, the first four times. I mean, because essentially you just have to try shit and fail a bunch of times, which I think is a great mm-hmm. way... Uh, to have your video game structure learning because like you can run down the center and then like go straight into the house if you're lucky you know and then you grab the shotgun and like the grenades but otherwise like that's not the most obvious choice and like you could run up and uh get into that really big tower and you think you're safe but then they start throwing the molotovs at you <laughs> yeah and so like you learn all the capabilities of your enemies like right then it's a great it's a great setup too that it's like hey this isn't like a previous Resident Evil game like these guys aren't just super dumb like they are going to find a way to kill you no matter where you are. Yeah, and it teaches you like you're going to be overwhelmed more than like I guess like outlasted cuz I feel like zombies in previous Resident Evil games are like more bullet spongy like you can shoot those guys a mm-hmm. lot and you'll miss a lot too. Uh this one it's like you really got to make sure you're not getting just crowded. RE4 was such a good game that they fucked it up and accidentally made Devil May Cry. Like, they accidentally also <laughs> made a really fucking good game by, like, trying to make RE4. 
I forgot about like uh like when they were like working on RE4, like all of the different games that like they like there was I saw clips that had Leon walking through a mansion and like ghosts were chasing after him. Hell yeah. Like that was some of the early footage. It's like they were just throwing everything at the wall for that one. Yeah, I remember that demo too. I specifically remember the suits of armor. That was like Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were like they would animate and stuff. That game looked pretty fun too though. I would I'd play that game. Honestly, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> like I love Devil May Cry to death. Like I'm just really big into like character action games these days quite clearly, but like I would like to see like Kamiya's actual take on Resident Evil 4. I think that would be really really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like I mean, I feel like anything that guy does is at the very least interesting. Like he I'll I'll play any game that he wants. If he wants to do like a true blue Star Fox game instead of the weird thing that Nintendo had them doing, like I'm all for it. You can aim with the Wiimote. That's fun, right? And you have to aim with the Wiimote. What a weird time that was. <laughs> Looking back on it, feels like such a fever dream. It's it's especially weird that like the Wii was one of the best-selling consoles like that Nintendo's ever put out. Like not the best, I don't think. It, in all time, it might be the best. Is it? It might be actually. Yeah, I think so. Because I want to say the Wii outsold the PS2, which was like a huge fucking deal. Because it was also because that was also a DVD player, so yeah. everybody was excited about that. We ain't even play DVDs. You could watch Netflix <laughs> on it though, dude. I have oh, no shit. disc drives. I don't own anything that can play any disc. Really? Like yeah, zero at all. Nothing. Damn. Computer? No. Damn. So I I I ran into this insane computer problem the other day. Uh, I went to get rid of my cd drive on my desktop uh, i was like i don't need this anymore and so i took it out of my computer and all of a sudden my computer and i also installed another hard drive at the same time so all of a sudden my computer's not working and i'm like is it the new hard drive like what's all this stuff i go through like five hours of things and it turns out that it needed the cd drive back in it to get like to boot up at all and the cd that was in there was my dvd copy of aliens <laughs> <laughs> What? It just needs I don't. I don't understand it. But I, I booted up my computer. Like, I had the CD drive. I took out Aliens, and then I booted it up again without the CD drive attached, and it was fine. It needed Aliens to start. I uh, I swear to God, I don't intend to bring up Sonic every single episode, but... Um... Yes, you do. Oh, perfect. Yes, I, <laughs> I kind of wanted to just lead into it. Like, when you asked me, like, what's your favorite anime and stuff? I was like, no, let's just get to the song. <laughs> well, I'm happy to oblige, John, anytime. Um, but so there was, I don't know if you guys know this, there was a, um, there was a Jack in the box promotional like thing that they had going on back when they would like, you know, have a bunch of those like commercials for like happy meals and stuff like that. They had a Sonic and Knuckles promotion and you could get a really bad port of Sonic and Knuckles on the PC for like along with you know whatever the fucking kids meal at jack in the box was and i found out about this way later i was talking to anthony my roommate about it and um he told me about that and i was like what the fuck i actually didn't know that and then like two weeks later he handed me a disc with that on it and tragically enough i, I there's no there's not a single disc drive in the house i haven't been able to play it <laughs> it's it's tormenting me that's your holy grail <laughs> yeah it's got the Jack in the Box logo on it and everything. You've got the Holy Grail, but you can't like leave the temple. Mm-hmm. Like you've left the temple. Now you you can't experience eternal life. I'm like that guy in that that episode of the Twilight Zone where like he he 
he's the last person on earth and he's got all the books but then his glasses breaks <laughs> yeah it's a it's a real Wait, do you think that's worth money is that like rare at this point i don't that think so feels valuable i don't know because yeah. he i'm pretty sure he got it on like ebay or something and it like i don't know it was such a whatever oh, he thing it for like you? yeah he bought it for me oh my god that's so sweet <laughs> it was <laughs> He really knows you. He really does. I mean, it's That's hard not precious. to know this about me at this point, but you have a nice little life together in we, your little house. We sure do. We actually we got <laughs> married twice. Actually, same night. We were no shit. We were at a performance art show, uh, and they had this thing going on where there were like a bunch of like it was very culty, and there was like a bunch of people in like hoods and masks and stuff, and they were burning sage, and then like they grabbed the both of us by the arms, and then they pulled us forward. And they sprinkled some shit on us, and they burned sage over our heads, and they smacked us on the head and handed us a wedding certificate and said, you're married. And then, like, 20 minutes later, they grabbed us again. I don't think they realized they'd already done us. And we were like, no, 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 we already went. They were like, too bad. And then they did it again. We still have those marriage certificates. <laughs> this was, like, three years ago. I remember you guys coming back to the apartment and being like, hey, we got married. It's like, okay, yeah, sure, fuck it. I yeah. thought you guys were going to a show, but whatever. Two birds, one stone, you know. Yeah. Two birds, one scone. It is these days, I guess. <laughs> so, where were John? you? What? Oh, yes. No, okay. Go, no, yes, right, go ahead. Am... No, that, that's it. Never mind. Maybe, this, maybe the story doesn't need a backstory. You know, media today is all about explaining everything and leaving nothing to the imagination. Exactly. We don't need to know where everybody came from. Uh, yeah. What were you saying? Uh, John, are you also a Sonic fan? Or do you just know that about Bakri? <laughs> I know that about Bakri. I also enjoy Sonic, but not nearly to the same level. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard to do. <laughs> I don't think I've honestly like played a Sonic game since Generations. Generations was so good. So I think I'm more of just into Sonic the Icon, the disambiguation of what is Sonic the Hedgehog. Sure. That's perfectly fine. But you're like, Bakri's like in the culture. I love Sonic in all his forms, <laughs> man. Well, most of his forms anyway, but... I'm, I I have a, a little Knuckles and a little Robotnik on my desk right now. I don't have a Sonic yet. I should probably get one, but... what What is your least favorite Sonic form? Me personally? Um, yeah. Uh, probably Sonic Boom. I don't actually have the problems a lot of people did with the... So people lost their shit when Sonic Boom came out because they made his arms blue instead of, like, his the flesh color they usually are. Um, he, that people's was a, problem with Sonic Booms was so, so weird. The big problem was that Knuckles had fingers. Like, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> he has, like, fully formed, Dude, like, three digits weird. each and shit. Yeah, it's fucking... That that wasn't supposed to happen. Um, but honestly, I, I just don't like those because they're, like, it's a bad, like, beat-em-up kind of game. You don't go fast at all, and that's a problem to me. Yeah, that's fair. Well, you can, you can go really high because there's the Knuckles infinite jump glitch that's really easy to do. He, Sonic doesn't say you gotta get high. In fact, he says he shouldn't be getting high. In um, that one episode of The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog 1992, where Tails uh, takes a, a joint from Grounder. Um, but anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, this is a thing, what? you can look that up. Grounder, Grounder, one of uh, Dr. Robotnik's minions, he's like, he's also in Sonic 2. He's, he's like a little, he's got little tank treads and little <laughs> little drills yeah, for I know hands. Grounder. Yeah, okay, yeah. I know Grounder. Okay, I'm sorry, John. I forgot who I'm talking to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, like at one point, Grounder and I think Scratch is also there and they're like smoking a, like, I don't think they actually use any, you know, the word joint or any, you know, sign thereof, but like they, they're kind of acting high, you know, and Tails kind of comes up and he's like, hey, what are you guys doing? And then Grounder's like, you want to try this? And then Tails takes it. He takes a puff and starts <laughs> coughing and then Sonic shows up. He's like, Tails, what are you doing? And he like 
takes the joint and throws it or something like that and then talks about how drugs are bad and that was sonic says oh shit i i love that there's like this plot by robotnik like i'm gonna destroy tails and sonic by getting them to think that weed is cool no that's the thing robotnik (laughs) had nothing to do with it robotnik had nothing to do with it they were just smoking on a break or something oh shit I, I assumed he had, like, assigned his robots, like, go. Because, like, robots can't get high on drugs. Yeah, they can. On human drugs. Yeah, they can. No. Don't take this away from me, Stu. <laughs> One day when we go full ghost in the show, I better still be able to smoke weed. That would be very unfortunate, if not. Oh, no. Yeah, you get the, the cyborg implant. You get the thing that makes you talk like the little tank guys. <laughs> but you uh, you can't get high anymore. Speaking of ghosts in the show, you know what? I think I figured out what my most hated anime is. Oh, do tell. Mm. It's the new Netflix ghost in the show. I knew it. <laughs> it's oh. so bad. Do you, you actually watch that? I tried really hard. Like, how far did you... Like, I didn't, I didn't even turn it on. Like, I've been wanting to. But for some reason, my girlfriend won't let me turn it on, like, while we're hanging out so um yeah how how is that i got like maybe four episodes in and well one it has like the netflix like uncanny valley like everything looks really weird Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like there's enough frames of animation type animation Mm -hmm. and i hate to say it as like a super big ghost in the shell fan there's a black character feels a little racist oh no Oh no! <laughs> Ghost in the Shell has really been striking out with that stuff re- recently, with this and the and the live action movie. Yeah, and like once I saw it set in America, I was like, oh no! <laughs> Why they put it in America? Is <laughs> yeah. Oh god, he's the worst character in anime. Even the last series, like uh, Arise, Arise wasn't that good either. We got a lot of big like misses for Ghost in the Shell right now. Yeah. So. As as a guy who's I've always tried to get into Ghost in the Shell, um, is standalone complex like is that the thing to watch or should I be watching something different? Oh, it's spectacular. Okay, cool. It's magnificent. That's always that's mm-hmm. always what I've gone to, but I wasn't sure if there was something else I should be watching as well. Did you watch the movies? I, I yeah, I saw the first movie. I've seen that a, a bunch of times. I love that movie. The second one is really good too. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, it's like predominantly dialogue. But it's very good. I could do yeah, that. So there's like not a lot of action. Um, it's just two dudes talking about what it is to be a person. Is that where that um? Is that where that be human song came from? Because that's really good. Or is that standalone complex? Mm, off top, I don't know. Okay. Arise had really mm. good music though. The music for Arise is like incredible. Um, Cornelius did like a bunch of the songs. I don't know if you guys are into Cornelius, but he's super good. I'm. I don't think I'm familiar. Yeah, some new some new joints. Um, what are your guys' what? favorite anime intros? Ooh, ooh. I go. I my my great debate. Like, if I have to kill time and I don't have my phone or something, my great debate is what the what opening do I like more, Evangelion, or what do I think is better, Evangelion or Cowboy Bebop? Because those mm. are like the you know the two regular guy classics and i mm. i'm right right now i'm in camp cowboy bebop i think that's such a great opening so that's that's what i would lean to easy yeah. simple man answer but i think it's such a good opening those are two like huge dunks though like it's really hard to argue against them yeah you can't fuck up with either <laughs> of those uh, I, yeah i really like the gundam wing Gun- intro yes. song yes that song fucking rules it's super tight it honestly kind of reminds me of the evangelion one like a lot are they in the same key bakery 
Uh, you know music good. <laughs> not that good, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. Probably not. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> like they might be the same like mode or whatever. But like as far as like tonally, I don't. I'm, I don't think so. Probably not. Just one time, just like hum them both, and then like just go back and forth, and be like, hmm. You might accidentally just like make a combo song, which would be a good song. I feel That'd like a good song. I feel like you could put the chorus to Cruel Angel's thesis onto like a verse from um now I forget the fucking Gundam uh just just wild beat so, communicate I don't know. Um that song. You could put the chorus yeah, from wild one on the verse. Communication, a, wild beat communication? That sounds right. Um you could put the chorus from one onto a verse from the other, and I feel like it would work. That's a free mashup idea. I think that's right. I'm sure it's already been done, actually. There was, um, there was, so there was this anime that, like, actually wasn't very good. It was called Galilee Donut, but it had a fire opening. Like, the opening was so, so, so good. And, you know, that happens. I, I got hyped up by the opening, and then I watched the show. I was like, never mind. But, um, somebody did a mashup of <laughs> that and, um, One Mo Jin from, uh, by, by D'Angelo, and it actually works spectacularly. <laughs> wow. I just thought you guys needed to know uh, that. <laughs> speaking of like a similar crossover between similar worlds, um, so I don't watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, so I don't know the names of the characters. Sure. Do Uh-oh. you guys watch JoJo's? I'm a very JoJo casual. Like I've seen, I've seen parts of the first three series. I've seen the first one all the way through, and then like had the other two on while I was doing other stuff, like playing my Game Boy or something. Yeah, you don't have to worry. You're in a safe place. Okay, so <laughs> the guy with the blonde circley things on it. Oh, like, uh, that's um, his hair. That's a Jarno. He's he's the protagonist from the fifth part. Did you ever see that in Japan they released a Jodeci's Greatest Hits album, and the cover is that character? No fucking way. <laughs> yeah, you can buy it on vinyl. N- what? It's just like this. <laughs> this really gorgeous picture of him. Bakery's just powering away at eBay right now. I don't even like JoJo's that much, but that sounds sick. Yeah, me like I've never even really seen it, but a fucking Jodeci record. <laughs> oh my Wild. god! Look, that's a really good picture of him too. That's like a solid. That's Isn't a solid it? album art choice, I think. So what about what about you, John? What is your favorite anime opening? Uh, I think it's Gundam. I think it's the Gundam Wing one. Oh shit! Okay, I really love the Gundam Wing one. It's so it's so like of the time that mm. like you know exactly what was going on. You know, like it's just it's oh, it's so fun. Yeah, it. That's I a really good. That's a really good way to put it. Is like you you watch that and like you kind of get a really good feel for what you're about to be in for in like a very good way. Yeah, just a show about five very pretty terrorists <laughs> <laughs> and and like maybe they'll. Maybe they'll kiss. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Here's hoping. I mean, that's what fan fiction's for, at the very least, right? Have you guys watched Gundam Wing recently? No. I, I started it, like, a couple months ago, and then that's when I decided I was going to, like, start Gundam from the beginning. So I, like, turned it off maybe, like, five, six episodes in. It's insane. It's <laughs> so crazy. Do you still enjoy it, or is it, like, just more a nostalgia trip at this point? Um, It's just, yeah, I still really like it. I was trying to, like, come up with a reason, like, something, like, an intelligible reason. No, it's just fucking sick. Yeah, it's just, it's cool. They just threw every dart they had at the board. (laughs) Like, Troa is such a weird character. Why is he in the circus? Which one is he? Is he the one with the hair? He's the one, um, he pilots Gundam Heavy Arms, the one with, like, hella guns. Just, like, hella guns. Yeah, hella guns. 
I, I thought Heavy Arms was the coolest robot, like, for most of... I probably still think it now, but, yeah, like, of all mecha designs, it's, like, it's a dude who just... Doors open, and then, oh, what do you know? It's another gun. Like, that's, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, and, like, I feel like Gundam Wing and G Gundam, they had so much fun with the designs. Like, they went Absolutely. crazy. G Gundam I'm a bit more familiar with, and I think G Gundam is... You know, it's got its problematic issues, but that aside, <laughs> such a fun show. Like, it's so ridiculous. Right? But there's just a lot of stuff, like, you know, Tro's in the Circus, I don't get it. Uh, Ketra <laughs> is all sorts of a terrorist. Oh, my God. He, his body count is insane. He kills so many people from, like, all sides of the war. Like, he's just a rogue killing machine. That's, and, that's the one with the braid, right? Uh, No, he's the one who might be okay this is i don't uh, gosh i don't even know where to start with this <laughs> so <laughs> maybe he's supposed to be based off of like uh, an osama bin laden type character <laughs> <laughs> oh you're starting yeah, from a good point tell. then yeah <laughs> but like if he was like a really big sweetie <laughs> <laughs> He's like exactly the same, but just like cute. They found a bunch of anime on Osama's hard drive. Like maybe, maybe he took some inspiration. Who knows? He also loves Whitney this... Houston. Osama bin Laden, oh. not the character. <laughs> yeah. He was a huge Whitney Houston fan, so like maybe the characters aren't that different. Maybe that sounds really sweet. I, I'm going to derail this podcast and just say that I've been watching like a shit ton of Full Metal Alchemist. Ooh. I've watched like. 30 episodes in the last week and i fucking love it which one og or brotherhood uh, the the original the uh, the original oh, yeah. one so this is I, my it popped up on netflix so i was here for it um this is my take on it though brotherhood is better except for the ending the ending of the original is totally better than the ending to brotherhood now i've never actually finished it so i just want to throw that out there so you don't you know accidentally say what it is yeah but no i'm not gonna it's it's funny that I, I feel like generally people say that Brotherhood has the better ending, and I also don't know what that one is. But, uh, the, yeah, the people say that that's the better ending, but it seems to be more controversial than that. I can't argue that Brotherhood isn't, like, better put together, but, like, I feel like when a lot of people say that Brotherhood's better than Full Metal Alchemist 03, like, I feel like they just, they just mean because it's closer to the manga, which, like, the manga's great, don't get me wrong, but, like, I, I rarely hear any concrete reasons beyond that. So, like, I wonder how much of that perception of it is really just because, like, Arakawa wasn't able to, like, put out the manga to keep up with the anime at the time, and they had to, like, do the whole split paths thing. But they're both very yeah, good. Yeah, that's what I think it is, too. I think it's the fact that it follows it more that people like the end parts of Brotherhood more. Mm -hmm. But OG's great. OG had some really cool ideas. Like, stuff that I, I guess I can't say because I don't want to spoil it for Stu, but there's some really cool stuff. I, I, I didn't realize, like, I've been in kind of a more emotional state than I thought I was. And, like, I've in watching the show this last week, every single, like, little beat where, like, something bad happens or somebody dies or anything dies, I've been getting, like, it's been hitting me in the way that I think the show was, like, intended to. So I'm completely obsessed with it. Like, there's, there's like, an animal that died at one point, And I was like, oh, oh, no, not that <laughs> poor character that had, like, one second of screen time. No. Now, wait, hold on. So Nina and Alexander's become such a meme at this point, like, and and you you've been exposed to that even before you started watching, like how how did that 
How did that hit you then? The thing about like, especially the early episodes, like where it's like, oh, we're doing a thing. We're exploring. We're having fun. Oh, here's a dark twist at the end of the episode that turns out that the guy you liked was actually a murder man. Um, I thought it was going to be like that, where it was just going to be one episode. This thing happens. The dark twist happens. I move on. But you spend so much time with the little girl that I was like, even knowing it was coming, it still hit really mm. hard. And then thinking about the fact that every time there's a person with a dog, somebody has to post that <laughs> fucking dead ass joke. I'm like, I, I hate this. Oh, I, I'm like even angrier at the meme now. Cause like before it was just that, okay guys, it's been told so many times. Like we don't have to just keep going through it. It's fucked up, whatever. But now that I know it, it's just like, come on, show some respect, <laughs> have some class. It's those posts, and then it's the, like, why does anime food look so good posts. Like, every other fucking day on Twitter, just that scene of somebody cooking from, like, the Garden of Words or whatever, or, like, Howl's Moving Castle or some shit. And, like, yeah, it's it's well-drawn and well-animated, but, like, I don't know. It's still a cartoon. Like, I don't want to actually, like, eat cartoons, I guess. You don't want to just pick up the paper and just shove it in your if, mouth? You know what? If I bought the animation cell, maybe I'd lick it once. But that's about as far as I'd go. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Well, speaking of animation cells, you guys want to talk about Tower of God? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you sound so Ooh, very excited there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess let's let's start with like what's what's an overview, John? Since you're the special guest here, what is Tower of God just generally kind of about? Pass. <laughs> <laughs> that might be because we've talked a little bit about it, and I. I get the feeling John might have the the lowest opinion of it between all of us. So maybe I feel like I'm. <laughs> I just have you guys seen more than the six episodes? No, I I wanted to. Uh, spoiler alert! I thought about watching more and I didn't because I was like maybe for the show I'll just watch the first six and then I can have guesses about it from there. Okay, because like even if I tried, I don't really know if I could really like hit anything useful. You know, mm. like it's still very okay. mysterious so far. It's true. Uh, actually, so it was like the end. It was like the end of episode six, where like finally, like something really interesting to me anyway. And the story happens. Like uh, we, we'll get to it, but yeah, it, it was okay. a shame that that's where we cut off at. But yeah, I can I can give it a go unless you're unless you're dying to do it, Stu. No, you go for it. You're you're here to save the synopsis here. Yeah. So uh, okay, so there's a big ass tower. It's hella big, and maybe it's the whole world. I'm not quite sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's people who don't know what the sky is, so they're either in the tower or underground or something like that. And um, there's this guy who's extra underground. The subtitles say his name is Bam, but the audio says his name is Yoru, so take it as you will. And then um, he gets found by this girl named Rachel, and he like imprints on her because she's like the first human that he's met, I guess, or something. And then she ends up going like, okay, I'm going to go climb the Tower of God, so see ya. It's been fun. And then he's like, no, don't go. And then she goes anyway, so now he's trying to climb the Tower of God um, to try and find her again, and he's got a, there's a lot of trials and mean people who want to kill other people, and it's it's scary. (laughs) That's a a good way of putting it. I like it. There we go. Um, So I think we've kind of gotten into it a little bit, but like, what is, what are your guys' initial impressions of this show based on the first six episodes here? John, would you like to? Um, Okay. So, I think it really is not until, like, the end of the fifth episode and, like, parts of the sixth episode that you start to really get some, like, meat about the story. Mm. 
because you spend a lot of time like just in a state of like kind of unknowingness about everything they Mm -hmm. introduce a lot of characters a lot of like not mechanics but similar i guess mechanics yeah on like how the tower works and how like it's uh organized i guess yeah so i think for me i would really have to watch more to feel like i had any kind of connection to it or like drive to understand more of it yeah that's kind of where i'm at right now okay uh what what about you bakri um i feel like stylistically this show like it's not i'm having a hard time deciding if i want to say like that this show doesn't know what it wants to be or it just thinks that it can handle all these different like tropes at once like it wants to be kind of like dark and edgy and like oh shit people are gonna die like you know like a mirai niki or something but then it also wants to be like really kind of out there and weird kind of like made in abyss kind of thing and then it also just wants to be a standard shonen kind of thing like they have the magic water that like everyone who's super powerful can use and like you know it's gonna get mm. like super like you know soul eater naruto or dragon ball or whatever later on where like if or bleach like you know if you don't if you don't know how to use the magic water by episode you know 10 or something like that then you're not a contender anymore so yeah this this show just goes in so many directions and like i don't think it does any one particular thing awfully um but i don't think it does any of those things particularly well either okay so yeah because i'm i i definitely see i see where you guys are coming from but I wanna I wanna um, counterpoint with a little bit. I actually I really I really enjoyed the show. Okay. Um, I thought it was really fun. Um, I think I think it starts out a little slow. But the big the big reason that I I think this show is great is because of the large lizard man named Rack, who's basically Rack I want sick. him to be the protagonist. I want to follow his story completely. I care so much about what happens to him and only him in this show. And uh, that has really kept me going. Like, if it weren't, if he weren't in the show, I probably, I'd give it like, if I'm at an A right now, he'd, I'd be like a C plus. Like, oh, it's it's sad boys trying to find meaning in life. But also, here's a large lizard man who just likes throwing a spear around and fighting dudes. That's perfect. That's that's who I want to be in life. Yeah, I feel like he should have his own series. Honestly, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I think that's, I think that also. You go first. No, well, I was just gonna say I think that's where I, I, a lot of anime has been let down for me is that we don't have enough shows about just very large people who want to fight guys. Like we have small, regular-looking boys who want to fight guys, but we don't have shows about big <laughs> mm-hmm. guys who want to fight guys. I don't, With the I don't know. Of maybe Baki the Grappler and Ken Ganashira and um, okay, Hajime no Ippo kind of. Everybody's big, but Ippo, he's really short. Like, there's there's some... If you want to find some big, burly dudes what what want to fight other big, burly dudes, there's there's options. That's Well, that's my new genre to look up after after this episode. Big, Watch burly Baki. dude fighting anime. Watch Baki. You won't been, be disappointed. I've, side note, I've, uh, my roommate and I, uh, Tim, he, we've been watching a ton of Bakri, Baki. Not Bakri. <laughs> hey, what's um, up? I'm a grapple. <laughs> yeah, we've right? been watching you, but we've also been watching Baki. <laughs> and it's really... It's super strange. I don't know what's going on, but the fights are so good. But so good. also, we're watching the Netflix version, so it's got those weird fucking Uncanny Valley characters, and it's a little weird sometimes. I think Baki is the... Well, yeah, Baki looks okay. I think Baki and, like, Berserk look good for Netflix quality, at least. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the Berserk movies. Yeah, those are all right. Like, um, it definitely does still do that weird CG thing, but, like, that's probably one of the best executions of it. 
Yeah, because I think they, like, hand draw most of the close-ups or, like, the, like, keyframes, important stuff. Yeah. And then they use the CG for, like, the long shots and, like, the big battle things. And it works out much better than usual, I think. Totally. It, uh, it doesn't have the awful theme song from the original Berserk series, though, and that makes me kind of sad. <laughs> Speaking of bad theme songs, uh, this one's not good. It's, yeah. The, the, the intro song for- <laughs> Oh yeah, it it sounds like uh, I I really liked the soundtrack to the show overall, but the big intro and I think the ending, but the intro especially sounds like a Lincoln Park song just in another language. Yeah, I like can't watch this in the living room because I just get so embarrassed <laughs> when the intro song plays. Yeah, no, that's, that's reasonable. That all right. I I watched the whole thing with headphones, so <laughs> same thing. I think Parker has a great point, though, with it uh, just being like a big mashup of stuff and like not hitting a lot of stuff super great. Because like, I still don't know, you still don't really know anything about bomb or bam or however you say it. I feel like they even say it a few different ways in the show. I don't think they actually say the name bomb or bam, though. They say they always call him Yoru, right? So here's here's what I I figured out. So I, I liked this enough that I decided to read the... Uh, let me get up Wikipedia here. Manwa of uh, Tower of God. Well done. So I did. I did extra credit for this one. Bam or bomb? I'm not sure. Is it means knight or chestnut in Korean, or according chestnut. to webtoons. So uh, I didn't pay attention to what the Japanese name that they said because the show is in Japanese. Yoru Yoru also means knight in Japanese, actually. And there you go. So I think it's yeah. It's it's supposed to mean night, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know how translation works. That's just a thing I learned. So <laughs> now you guys know it too. There we go. Did I like break the rules by watching the dub? Was I not supposed to do that? Oh, no, that doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, I don't. There was no preset rule for that. I mean, Stu watches dubs. Like I'm a I'm a dub man all the way through. I didn't realize there was a dub on. On, there it is on Crunchyroll English dub. It's right. It's staring me right in the face right now. God damn it! This this okay. Well, I watched now the this sub, so. disconnect makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In Japanese, they changed his name to Yoru, uh, but but the subtitles still say the name Bomb. So who knows? Well, let's 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 do our episode by episode breakdown here. I think let's unless anybody else has any other notes about the show they want to say. Yeah, I got nothing. Let's, let's go. Let's get it popping. All right, so episode one, she wanted to see the stars. He wanted to be with her. What do you desire that you would give your life for? Only those with the strength to survive can acquire that which they seek at the top of the tower. I like Soul Calibur too. <laughs> I'm really excited to read these uh, plot synopsises or synopses because uh, a couple of them really suck. So I'm really excited. Uh so um, episode one has, as much as I liked this show, I did not like episode one very much. Because it, it feels like that's the one where they're throwing the most stuff out you, but nothing is sticking. Where it's like, oh, there's this tower and she wants to go to the tower. But who are these people? Why is there this girl suddenly? Why is she giving him a sword? Like, it's just throwing things at you constantly throughout it. Yeah, and it's hard to decide, like, why you should care about all the parts. Like, mm-hmm. why does he get the Master Sword in the first episode? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, for seemingly no reason other than the girl thinks he's cute, I guess. Yuri. Yuri, her name is. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the weird thing is, like, the two female characters that show up both just think he's cute, and so he gets to have infinite power. 
he's a it really establishes him and like the the series it reinforces this like you know the idea of the um i know it's like played out but like the idea of the mary sue where like everything just kind of works out for him like we have no reason to mm-hmm. believe that he's anything other than like a weird little cave boy but like everything goes perfectly <laughs> right for him up to and including like this princess of uh, whatever it's called like hands him the magic sword because she's bored i guess and then the magic sword is like well usually i don't listen to anybody but i guess i'll listen to you and this just continues throughout the whole show it's like every time he needs something to happen there's a like a person who's just like you know what i like your style kid let's do it yeah (laughs) oh exactly yeah that's his whole team and everything is just comprised of people who are like yeah i like this guy he's cool okay well yeah we'll we'll protect him we'll do everything (laughs) that works for this guy what does he do what is his thing uh, nothing. Yeah, there I, you go. I have no idea. <laughs> He's a little weenie boy. He can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely my least favorite character in the show. I don't know if that says more about him or says... I, I like a lot of the side characters in the show. I like... Like, in this first episode, I liked all the other characters that showed up. I liked the weird, um, like, rabbit guy with the staff. I liked... Like what's going on with this other character and your weird like military guide? Like there's some. It, it seemed interesting. Yeah, there's definitely some like fun and like creative character designs, but there's just there's not, I don't know yet. I just don't know. I think okay. you need to watch more. I feel like in this one specifically, six episodes doesn't quite do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and especially like with like at one episode, I was like, this show's like gonna tank. Like we're gonna have another episode where we talk about how much we hate. The, like anime in general <laughs> like uh because yeah this that episode one really didn't do it for me um but i liked episode two a bit more um because a you have like that what i liked about episode two is that it finally starts to show like okay here's what's going on there's a battle royale i guess that shows up kind of at the end of episode one but it's like here's mm-hmm. something that's happening here's something tangible that we can lock latch on to like there are 400 people. You need to be in the last 200. Go. Like, okay, I can follow that. As opposed to there's a weird eel creature and you need to break a ball. I don't know what that means. See, I want them to like go super hard on the eel creatures. Just, yeah. Just like <laughs> weird <laughs> monsters and shit everywhere. Yeah. Like, did you guys mm-hmm. ever see uh, Blood Blockade Battlefront? Dude, that show fucks. I love that show so much. It really fucks. And it fucks because they go so hard on the character designs and like having them like be super over the top and like how that actually interacts with things. Yeah. Like the stuff they do is like so cool and so crazy. And like, it's even kind of like the main character's name is Leonardo watch. And he has like the all seeing eyes or whatever, but like, and they can take a, something uh, that's on it on its face. That's stupid and make it actually really sick just by, you know, being so crazy about it. And I feel like this show kind of doesn't do anything to, or the 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 battle royale like it's grisly i guess but it's just kind of like yeah people are killing each other like violence sure is rough i guess <laughs> i i didn't like violence the hunger games keeps on happening it sure does. I, I think for me it wasn't it wasn't necessarily that it was like it was trying to say anything or like do anything uh special per se it was just like after the first episode where here's all these like nebulous tasks that you need there here's this big nebulous task that you need to complete it's like here's just like we're going to show a bunch of cool characters and we're going to give you context for how they'll proceed in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I, I liked, I liked episode two well enough. It also includes uh previously mentioned favorite character rack 
who uh, I, I took notes as I was watching it and I just kept writing about how I just want him to be a main character. I hope he's not just some obstacle that they have to fight. Please let him be a main character. And I was so happy that he got to continue after this show. What's, after the, this uh, what's the over under on us ever finding out why he calls them turtles? Ugh. No idea. What's what's the over under? I, I bet we'll find out. Will it be satisfying? No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I love that he calls them turtles, though. That's like my favorite thing. What if he just eats them both? Oh, I hope so. I'm here for it. Take him out. Let him be the main <laughs> character. <laughs> Problem solved. Uh, yeah, I, I he reminds me of like every dumb character I love being in like Dungeons and Dragons or something, where it's just like you're you're an, you're this big massive idiot and you talk down to everyone around you like you, they're dumber than you just because you're bigger than them. Like I, I I'm here for that character type. 100 percent his last name is wrath racer i forgot that that's a very good last name yeah um that's he's he's all around cool you know it's like that's he's really selling he's selling the show to me (laughs) i always have like so this 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 overall premise the whole like the idea of the tower of god like you know it's it's sort of a an archetype i feel of like you know there being this like big mysterious structure that people have to climb up or climb down into to like you know grant a wish or find the treasure or whatever and like it always poses itself like it's gonna be really weird and really crazy and like nothing you've ever seen before and like not like very few shows books movies ever get that right like the closest one Mm -hmm. was probably made in abyss but then it like also is really weird about it's like very young characters so you know (laughs) struck out in an entirely different way like they're like 10 it's really awkward um but yeah yeah not not a fan but um yeah, I just want one show to actually follow through on this cool premise, and I don't think I'm getting that out of this these first six episodes. Well, and that's what I was talking about with um, my roommate. Uh, he he didn't really care for this show either, and mm-hmm. um, his thing was like, I've seen this before. Like, I've seen people climbing a tower to do a thing. I've seen it in other shows before. Like, it just like whatever. Like, you need you need he needed something stronger to connect him to like what's happening. Um, I think so I, I, and I and I get that because like there's this feels like I'm enjoying it as a guy who's kind of like newer ish to like shonen anime as a like oh like they, they have this task and there's cool characters and they're gonna fight things like I'm I'm here for that but like it se- it feels to me like more anime veterans than I are like yeah like whatever like this is this just isn't new this isn't fresh this isn't cool or is it uh, good? Yeah. What I was really hoping for, like, because this season two where they're they're all fighting, it, it's really grisly. Like, you know, people are dying right and left and stuff. But like, and I, so I kind of mm. thought it was going to be like, okay, we're edgy and like you're they're going to try and make you like a character and then kill them in a really gruesome fashion. Like, okay, I'm on board. Like, that's that's the kind of lowbrow shit I'm into. So like, fine. But then <laughs> that's kind of the last time anything like that happens. And I'm not complaining about like you know ah, oh, there's not enough people being eviscerated. But like. <laughs> There's just nothing to really replace that, I guess. Yeah, it comes off like surprisingly light. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. when like, what's the what's the death toll supposed to be? Like two hundred? Yeah, it's two hundred people die. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think you see like five die or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah, it's not particularly intense, and I, I I think I would agree with that. Like, it's trying to be edgier than it really is. Yeah, and then also, do we know like? what most of the characters motivations are yet uh, for like climbing the tower 
Like specifically? Well, well we know the motivation of Rack uh, Wraith Razor, which is he's there to fight people. And so again, he's the best yeah. character. I will be continuing to elaborate on that. I won't fight no, you not on elaborate that. on that. Just say it. <laughs> Um, they kind of, uh, they introduce, uh, Kuhn, um, in that episode, and he's, he has these flashbacks to his sister, question mark, um, and she's gone somewhere, and he might be looking for her or something, but, like, they, in no clear terms do they ever really explain what his situation is. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I think that is what would really maybe help the series a lot more, if, like, you understood why everyone was there. Yeah. Yeah. So I think only by the end of like episode six, I start to understand more of the characters. That's, that's yeah. a fair point. Yeah. Cause I, I feel like with, I just kind of assumed like, Oh, they want to get to the top of the tower. Cause that's just what everybody wants to do. And I didn't think much beyond that. And, uh, they do a lot like this. Um, this event really show like, you know, takes this time showing us all the different types of characters that are in it. Like it, it starts taking on sort of like an ensemble show kind of thing. Like, you know, you're, you're my hero or your bleach Naruto insert. So shonen manga here, but like, None of the other characters, like, they all have their one gimmick, like, the guy's got the two swords, and the girl's got the her, you know, lizard agility and her weird whippy sword thing, and there's the guy who sleeps all the time, and the Bruce Lee dude who sucks, but, like... Oh, I love him. So far, nobody's... The Bruce Lee guy's funny, but, like, at the same time, like, they they haven't really done anything to endear anybody to us, other than the, you know, really just the main character, and then kind of the lizard girl at the very end of episode six. That's kind of it. I like the sleeping guy. I mean, I like sleeping too. Like, I can, I find mm. him relatable, but he's he's too asleep to really develop his own character very much. That's that's kind of like like I I, I guess I, I I disagree a little bit. Like I I'm not too cons- like I kind of understand the general idea of like they all want to get to the tower for some reason. I'm I'm more into like how they they act and how they're designed and things like that. And that's what I really like about the show is that like. Like the main character is boring as hell, and that's an issue. But every other character, I'm I'm in love with. I love. Uh, I think all of them are really interesting. I wrote down a bunch of the the names in my notes, but now I've had too much beer to like pronounce them properly without making a fool of myself. But still, <laughs> sure. I wrote them down. I thought they were really interesting, or not really interesting, but at least like cool on like a fun surface level. And yeah, I guess that's that's really the the crux of my grievance. There is just like too much screen time given to the main weenie boy and not enough to characters that are actually interesting like in design That's fair. yeah i fuck with coon which yeah. is a weird <laughs> sense to say <laughs> <laughs> it feels really odd yeah like as a black person <laughs> <laughs> well i i like how i like his whole gimmick with like i have a, a bag that makes more things like i think that's a cool power so i i'm, I'm mm-hmm. into it i like yeah it. i like how that bag's like mostly used to clone chocolate bars especially <laughs> for everyone's favorite character rack mm-hmm. it's worth it <laughs> oh so i wanted to bring up the uh episode synopsis on crunchyroll because uh i'm just gonna read the last like sentence of episode two synopsis which we've sure. already talked about it a bunch um together they aim for the top but And then but. it just stops. It just oh, stops that's for it. no reason. <laughs> like, and I looked up other synopses. Like, I tried to find, and everyone was just like uh, a copy paste of the Crunchyroll one. So everything is just like together. They aim for the top, but 
That's all you gotta <laughs> okay, know, I guess. Great. Cool, thanks. Really helpful for my anime podcast. Thanks, Internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta send them an email. They don't know they're fucking us up here. I mean, the Wikipedia one is pretty full. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's I didn't want to read details that here. one, because it's just like, all right, guys, give me like 20 minutes while I read the episode synopsis. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I, I'm I trying to remember episode three. Uh, uh, when the test director, Hang Su Yu, announces the subject of the test, Rack throws a tantrum, and bam, calms him. Oh, this is terrible synopsis. Uh, meanwhile, the gears in Kuhn's head alone are turning. Second by second, time moves forward. What will you do? The tests in this show are weird. The test in episode three felt really weird to me because it's like, don't have hesitation. Like, just do it. If you can pick one, of, there's like 10 doors, and if you pick any of them it, before 15 minutes of your 30 minutes um, time limit, you succeed. And every team that picked after 15 minutes died. So it's about like, don't have hesitation, just pick a door, do it. But it also rewarded teams who didn't go first. So it seems like hesitation was good. Uh, I never thought about that. Yeah, you figured this out better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> my my grievance with it was a lot dumber in that like, by now, like, by the third test, this really starts to feel more like a, um... Like, you know how a lot of shonen anime have their, like, exams, uh, arc, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you got the Chunin exams in Naruto, you got the Hunter exams in Hunter Hunter, etc., etc. Like, this just kind of feels like that. Like, it's not really this, like, eldritch challenge that you have to, like, you know, find your own way through. It's, like, if there's these people holding your hand through it, so to speak, and, like you know, going like, in this test, you're going to learn how to how to be brave or how to, you know, try hard and believe in yourself or whatever. <laughs> like, what is the tower there to teach them something? Like, are they going to get a fucking degree by the time they get to the top? Is that the prize? I, I, I'm starting to realize, like, the, the weeb level that I've uh, reached in the last few years of really watching anime, where I'm like, yeah, this is just like Hunter x Hunter and, like, other shows with tests. I love it. Here we go. And now I'm I'm just here for it. Like, yeah, they're testing these characters. Cuz tests are the key to everything. Yeah. yeah, you like you like what you like, man. I guess so. I just didn't realize it about myself until this moment. And it's like it's fine. Like it's not as though like this, this content is necessarily bad. It's just weird given how it's been set up, you know? Like the the setting that we're in and the world that they're in, like it, this just doesn't seem like the right place to have this, you know? I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna disagree with you. I don't know if it's fine. I don't know if I'm okay with the level of weeb <laughs> that I'm I am right now. And this is this <laughs> podcast is like a like a huge moment for me. Like what have I become? <laughs> you gotta go do some soul searching, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, I gotta go to a mountain, guys. I can't continue. <laughs> you gotta disconnect for a while. You gotta go take a boxing class and learn some more about craft beer and do a lot of just normie things and then <laughs> You know, you'll you'll dislike you'll dislike these anime arcs like you should. Yeah. Oh, I can't do this anymore. I gotta go watch The Office or something. Ugh. No, don't watch The Office. <laughs> don't do it. Come on, man. We've moved past the need for The Office. We, we sure have. I'm trying to remember what else happens in this episode outside of like the door trial. Uh, at the very end of the episode, they start introducing the next. It's like a it's like a bonus round, optional challenge, uh, where they have they they play the the king of the throne essentially, king of the hill, whatever, and uh, they have to get they like somebody takes the crown, and then they, their other two party members like protect them, 
and if they ever leave the throne that they sit on, then like they they lose their whole team loses and they're done. Um, I, do they ever actually say what they get for winning this? It was a big deal. I, I they do say it. It's like um, you get to pass all these preliminary tests, right? Okay, and just go straight to climbing the tower or whatever. Oh, so we're not a okay. I I just realized I've been misunderstanding something entirely. We're not in the tower yet. Like we're not. This is not the process of climbing the tower. This is the prelims to get the privilege to climb the tower. I don't know um, how I missed that. I'm. That's what I'm pretty sure about. I'm. I'm not a hundred percent on it, but I'm no, pretty that's, sure that's what's going on. That seems right. Like from this this description, I think you're absolutely right. I just for some reason that went entirely over my head. I'm not. I'm not a smart guy. No, it's yeah. No, that's fine. This. I mean, this isn't the the smartest of shows, so you don't have to be <laughs> be upset about it. It's pretty. It's pretty obscure. It's pretty weird. <laughs> Maybe we both have to go watch The Office now. Mm. <laughs> Don't you put that curse on us. We gotta start a office podcast. <laughs> oh, no. ready to... Don't say those words out loud. The worst thing about that, it could be wildly successful. Probably. If we want to make a podcast that people listen to, <laughs> it might be uh, the office podcast. You're probably right. Okay. I mean, there's so many like easy and like obvious office files. Bam. Office, podcast title. Office files. That is really good. Oh, fuck. Easy. Okay. So, so which character are you guys? I think I'm, I think I'm like a cross between uh, Stanley and um, I don't know Ryan or I don't even, I don't know. We're, I don't like we're this doing, joke. We're anymore. doing this. I don't we're like this. I don't like this joke anymore. Can we just can we go to the next episode? <laughs> I'm the Chris Pratt character all the way. I'm pretty wacky. That's not. <laughs> um, okay, so episode four. Uh, <laughs> at the at the end of the first round of the crown game, Anak, uh, wielder of the ever changing sword, the Green April, sits on the, upon the throne. Bam! Kuhn and Rack wait for their moment to participate. Will they survive until the end of this bonus game? That felt weird to say. That whole that whole <laughs> s- series of words coming out of my mouth felt wrong. <laughs> I forget if it was this episode or the last one, but this is also where they. Um, show that Rachel is somehow behind uh, Bam and, and the rest of the guys uh, in this challenge, and she and her squad went and killed like the other 397 people in the first challenge and just advanced here automatically. Yeah. Because um, they just didn't have any anybody to compete against, I guess. Well, yeah, because they get advanced because they just kill everyone else. So they get mm-hmm. put into the next team. And it's like some weird bureaucratic nightmare behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, uh, what did you guys think of this this bonus game? I liked this episode more than the previous one, if I'm remembering correctly. I feel like we get to see more of the characters doing their like character stuff. Yeah. Like we see yeah. like Bruce Lee guy mm-hmm. doing his little thing, and uh, he has some funny bits in this one. I'm like enjoying Bruce Lee character. Yeah. He's good. I, I like that he's just like a regular guy who's like kind of good at fighting. Well, amongst all these other like gods and like powerful people, he's just like, yeah, I can like punch kind of good. He's kind of the the Hercule. Yeah, he's like Krillin, <laughs> or like Yamcha. We we went to very two very different Dragon Ball places here. <laughs> Where did you go, Bakri? I said I said he's like Hercule. <laughs> oh, that works. Because he's like the strongest ordinary guy. Cause, what about Krillin? Well, Krillin's an ordinary guy. He's Kr- a normal ass human. Krillin's a normal ass human. He's been to space human. though. Yeah, he's been to space. He can fly. He like, 
he's the he still knows like key and all this stuff that like logic or no most other humans don't do like hercule is a part of like the the martial arts circuit like just you know through building up his muscles and punching a bag a bag a lot you know and so by any other standards he's like complete shit but you know i'm sure if hercule were to go against any other like regular ass dude he'd probably win probably does hercule still do stuff in dragon ball super or does he just drop off the face of the earth he's in a he's in a gag episode he basically tells people that he defeated frieza or no beerus and then goku shows up and basically has to play along with it and they come up with this story about how it was actually hercule who unlocked the power of the super saiyan god um and then (laughs) goku basically takes a fall hercule punches him once and then he uses his flight to like go super far and leave and then everybody's like yeah go hercule and yeah it's, it's just a gag Perfect. episode absolutely what i want sounds like a good episode <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun time it was like one of the funnier ones um right but tower of god uh what did oh, you yeah. think oh, yeah. of, this, of these uh, of these couple episodes here um it's cool i feel like this is probably the best action of the series like that we've seen um you know you kind of get to see a lot of the characters like show off their stuff um you know, we get to see the the green April in action, and we get to we get to watch. Yeah, like you were saying, like Bruce Lee does his Bruce Lee stuff, and there's the guy with the two swords, and he's cutting people, and like it's neat. I, I think the action is like well, well put together, like well choreographed and pretty well animated. Um, I, I forgot to say earlier, like I feel like I've been really negative on this. I do really like the art style quite a bit, and I think this this was a good way to show that off. Yeah the the fight the fight scenes I feel like were pretty well animated too. And mm-hmm. there's a good amount of fight scenes in this episode, or in these yeah. couple episodes. Um, in my notes, I just have a lot of notes about Rack and how cool he is. So. <laughs> I have in episode five, Rack continues to be the best. He sure does. Um, they're really weird about the Rachel stuff, though, in these two episodes, because, like, she and her, her posse, they're, like, you know, stone-cold killers. They, they just now killed 397 people. And then they show up and they're like, yeah, we're going to kill all these people, too, because that's what we do. And then when they do finally get in the ring, they kind of just, like, instantly join up with the main character. Because, I mean, like, obviously she doesn't want to kill him, but, like, the other two are just, like, perfectly on board with it. They're just like, oh, we're not killing him? All right, sure, fine. And then, because, I don't know, he's cute or they like the cut of his jib or something, because that's just the kind of guy yeah, he that's, is. Yeah, that's a very good point. It's, it's, uh, I'm probably projecting a little bit here, but it kind of feels like it kind of seems like something where you're like making everything up on the fly and you have these really good plot points, but you but the in-betweens are a little weird. Yeah. And that's that's how I feel about a lot of the things where it's like the plot points are really, really solid, but like how we get there feels very uncomfortable and like the characters are doing things that are kind of out of character uh to get there. Like those guys should have killed everyone and like we should have seen a scene where like Rack and um, Kuhn like have to like fight and you know use their best abilities or something. Yeah, maybe Bam does something. He just what happens? It's what do they call it? Shin, Shinsu, I think is what it's called. Uh, he makes like a big Shinsu explosion or something. something like yeah, um, and I feel like that's where like the heat of the battle would usually be, and then it's just it's just over. I can't remember who called him like a, a Mary Sue or a Gary Sue earlier, but it's like very like, he like, oh no, my friend's in trouble. Turns out I'm super Saiyan and can like blow up somebody's face. Yeah, just cause. I mean, like, and they cover that by saying he's got amnesia, but still it's just like, it's such a, 
a weak implementation of like, yeah, he's like, he's going to turn out real powerful, like a Vash the Stampede kind of character. It's just like, well, it would help if I gave a shit about him by episode five. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, it, it feels weird in, to a certain degree. Like, when Rachel's like, I, I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to see him in episode six. I'm like, yeah, I get it. He's really boring. Like, I wouldn't want to talk to him either. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's super codependent. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, before before we get to episode six, I just want to give a final sentence of the synopsis for episode five. Um, the Go regulars attack Bam, but... But do they do the butt thing every <laughs> every yeah. episode? Not not every episode, but a good amount of them. Also, I looked um, it up. The author is thirty five. So okay, so not not far off from me, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Unless I'm bad at math, he might be thirty four. I don't know. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> um. Yeah, so he would have started right when he was like twenty, twenty-five. Like you know, I don't know. Sometimes you don't you don't think everything through. Maybe he did, and we're just confused. I don't know. Yeah, or and, and like also, I feel like it's a little unfair to like blame the author of the source material for like what we're seeing in an adaptation. Like maybe the comic's totally different. I don't know. Well, and I will say, yeah, I didn't I didn't read a ton of the the manhwa because it was really slow, but mm-hmm. it did explain things a lot better. Like, okay. I only read basically the first half of the first episode, but, um, I, like, it gave me a better grasp on episode one to the point that I was like, should I rewatch episode one? Because I don't remember what I know from the comic and what I know from the actual episode. Yeah, and I feel like they're just kind of stingy with the details right now. I think that's kind of the idea is they want you to be wanting to know more, and that's, like, supposed to be, like, your motivation in, like, pushing through the series, mm-hmm. but... You need a you need a little more on the line, I think. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. if you're just trying, if that's your primary incentive, like to keep get us to keep watching, like if they do finally reveal like the things that we're watching to find out, like if they finally reveal that in like episode eleven or twelve, like is that going to be worth it? Like I feel like if that's not a really big crazy reveal that make it makes everything else make sense, then it's it's gonna I, I'd feel a little scammed, you know. Yeah, you're gonna fail Attack on Titan season two. Yeah, I don't want to be Attack on Titan season two. I've already been there. What? Uh. What was the like gap for that? Was that like four years between season one and two? Something like, crazy more? like that. Yeah, I I think four years. And then that's what right. we get. <laughs> it was rough. It sure was. Yeah, that was brutal. Well, and yeah. Well, now I'm just thinking about season two of Attack on Titan. I was gonna talk <laughs> about more about this show, but like I'm I'm in like a traumatic pit right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, no, and I, and I think I think the other thing with Tower of God is like let's say it has a great twist that like makes everything worth it by episode 13, which it looks like is the last one of season 1. Um I fucking hate recommending shows where I'm like, yeah, it's pretty slow, but by episode 13, like when you've watched like 5 hours of this goddamn thing, then it's really good. Like Yeah. Mm. Uh that's how I feel about recommending like Gundam in general. It's like <laughs> How many series are there? There's like two dozen. Something like, like it. I lose count. And it's just like, yeah, it gets good five times. <laughs> I, <laughs> 24 series. I mean. Five times you'll have a nice time. <laughs> I, I, like, I did the casual route and I watched the 0079 movies instead of the um, the full series. But like, I had fun with Coward! those. Like, that's, it's too many episodes, <laughs> Stu. I got other things to do. 
But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, it wasn't like I was watching that the whole time going like, gosh, when I finish this and then Zeta Gundam and then double Zeta Gundam and then War of the Pocket and then these other movies, then once I get to this one, then it's going to be great. Like, I was having a good time <laughs> with Gundam to begin with, you know? Yeah, no, I love Gundam. Yeah. Like, I like all of them, but there's hard to really suggest. That's that's perfectly fair. You know? But I would also like I, if I were recommending Gundam to somebody, I'd be like, you know, try watching it. If you don't like it, then that's like try another one. Like don't don't try to sit through all of 0079 if you don't like it. Well, and nice thing about Gundam, you don't get that with Tower of God. <laughs> I guess I can say like, as much as I've been pretty negative, I guess uh, I think I'm gonna watch episode seven. Yeah, that that cliffhanger. I think I'm gonna just keep going. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised. Yeah. <laughs> So do, now you're wanting to watch episode seven. Do you like, are like, what is making you want to continue watching the show despite your misgivings? Um, just the fact that it does have like a world there, even if I don't feel like it's yet to explain enough for me to care. Uh, I want to care. Maybe it's just a personal thing. Maybe I like to care about things. <laughs> <laughs> That's as good a reason as any. Yeah, but I also I want to see Rack. I like him. He's great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I'm gonna, I feel like. I'm... Oh, go ahead. You go first. No, no, you go ahead. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Are we doing this? Traffic jam. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. Coon. Okay. Uh, I hate saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Just, okay. As, as uh, I feel like he's here. the cool. Huh? What is, like, Gone what is, out? I only know Kuhn from, like, Japanese anime. Like, does that mean something different that I don't know? Or? Oh, it's Stu, no. No, oh, Stu, no. No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. What did I do? The funniest thing about this is, right now, this is definitely the blackest anime podcast <laughs> in the world. <laughs> and this would never happen on any other anime podcast. Listen, I'm, I got it as, as the white representative of this podcast. Uh, let, me, let me help out other white people here. What am, what am I missing out on? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's important to make sure that there's more white voices heard in anime podcasts. Ex- exactly. Yeah, there's... <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Gosh, that's got to be somebody's platform on YouTube. You know YouTube is toxic as hell. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Someone's going to like really rise to power. I mean, like, Caleb City has too many great videos. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem we're facing here. Um, okay, Stu. Uh, so, coon is in like the last syllable of the word raccoon is. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, kind of like an old timey, like well, not old timey, like it's still very much in use. Uh, it's like a, a slur. I know what you're talking about now. Okay, yep. all right, cool. We're on the same yep. page. Thanks for not, uh, not making me. Now that the spelling that. has changed in my brain, now I know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh, and it's fuck. like okay. I- I definitely see the problem now. Shit. And, and it's like, you know, Kuna's also Oops. like an honorific, like K-U-N, uh, you know, so they'll mm-hmm. say that instead of San or China or whatever, but like, it's it's accompanied by something. Like, this is just that word a lot, and that, that makes it a lot worse, I think. Yeah, no, I was definitely thinking like, oh man, they're really laughing about Japanese honorifics this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're just that in the shits, oh. dude. You just wouldn't get it. <laughs> Anyways, what was I even saying Coon. about it? Oh god. Oh yeah, he's like oh, fuck. He's like the cool, like you know, mysterious, like kind of aloof guy. Mm-hmm. And like, 
I want to know. I feel like he's gonna have some other like ridiculous like cool power thing. You know, like when you reveal like his bag can copy things. Like I'm sure that's not his only like cool power. Yeah. You know? And I want to. Mm-hmm. I want to see it. I like him. I like his earrings. Yeah. yeah. I just you know at the end of like the fifth episode, I think uh they revealed that that blue shit in his hair is an earring i was so confused the whole time like i'm so glad they I actually no explained idea. that it's an earring. <laughs> i was like what is that oh. it doesn't look like it lines up, up with his ear wait yeah wait yeah, hold on it's really high yeah because he uses it to tie his hair up yeah he takes it out oh. and uses it so it's like an earring ribbon ear ribbon yeah that's kind of cool okay. sure. interesting something yeah but I it's was also way it. too high up on his face. <laughs> it's like really high. Yeah. But my favorite part of all these episodes is when they're with uh, Bruce Lee and Sword Guy. Mm-hmm. And they tell him that wearing earrings won't make him less ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and that hit me so hard because that's my whole thing. Your whole thing is earrings. <laughs> If I don't put earrings on before I leave the house, I feel hideous. Oh, man. And to find out that it's not working? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, you know what? You found out that you never needed it. That's the, the power was inside you all along. Yeah. Do you need validation wow. from this anime? Like, no, you're good. You got You've this. You've been a babe the whole time, dude. You just didn't know it. Well, so the thing is, I audibly said, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, to the screen? <laughs> <laughs> like... Oh, I, it, I felt so attacked. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's my favorite part of Tower of God, episodes one through six. It's got something yeah. for everybody. Speaking on to like episode six, like there's not a ton happens in this episode. Like it's the end of the fucking crown fight. You kind of learn a little bit of the, the backstory between um, Anak and girl who's name i can't remember but she's a princess or whatever like you learn a little bit about this weird like princess dynamic androsy is her name apparently yeah what what i the part that i thought was interesting for that episode was that like i want the the reason rachel doesn't want to see bam to be like satisfying or good and i know as soon as she's like i don't want to see him don't tell him i was here it's like we're never gonna we're never gonna get a good satisfying answer to that that's that's how I feel seeing that scene in a a post darling in the Franks world where everyone explains the reason why they don't want to do things. It's like I can't deal with this show. Like just just tell him why you don't want to see him. Just do it. I I think if we do get a good answer out of it, it's not going to be in this season. Like if this ends up being one of them that goes on for like fifty two episodes and like maybe around episode thirty seven, like we'll get a good answer. But if yeah. if it is revealed in the next. What, there's 13 episodes. So if it's revealed in the next seven episodes, I don't think it's going to be any good. I, re- I read the first three, like, manhwa chapters on uh, Webtoons, and, like, they're they're long chapters or whatever, but I, I read, like, the first three or four, and I got, like, halfway through episode one, so I was like, oh, this must cover a decent amount of the show. And then I looked at it, and it was, like, 260-something chapters. Oh, man. So oh there's, there's a lot of content for these guys. The uh, so they're doing like a class kind of thing, right? Because they're gonna they're gonna fight like a battle later on, and they have to like get, get their you know different uh, abilities or whatever. Um, and then Anak and Androsi start fighting. Uh, but before that, like they're they're 
telling the rules essentially like you know there's these platforms and blah 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 and then somebody makes a point about like oh we're gonna fall to our deaths and they say like oh no there are safety measures to ensure that you don't die and like that kind of rubbed me the wrong way just because like they killed 200 people to get here like they won <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. what now now we put on the kid gloves like why now also you all you gave them all like stabby spears like the only reason nobody dies is because the other the other girls are like kicking them off before they have the chance to stab each other like what where are we going with this what is yeah, this a fucking magic school bus like is this is what i hear for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it it like especially like in the crown fight too there are characters that fight with swords and things and they're like i'm only gonna stab you a little bit like mm, that's not how stabbing works <laughs> <laughs> is this gonna turn out to be like a video game is that what's gonna happen oh man it oh. might 100 percent. i like really uh. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's gonna be successful we're gonna get like i mean it's got to be already tied to like a gachapon mobile game. We're going to get like a fighting video game eventually though. And if Rack isn't the best character, I'm going to throw a fit. <laughs> he's he's going to be like C tier. I'm sorry, dude. I know. I know. I I already know it. I'm just upset now. <laughs> I want to Maybe we'll make like a dating sim like harem game. Oh, there you go. Where you can be Rack? <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's all. Do you want to be Rack or do you want to date Rack? Yeah. Uh, both. <laughs> um, wow. I, so, final verdict, um, John. I'm sure I'm sure you know our rating system, but for anybody else who doesn't, uh, we, the rating system is keep watching, eh, and total garbage. Uh, John, where where would you put this show for you? Uh, all three. <laughs> I I feel that actually. <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna keep watching it, but. I might think it's garbage. I'm not... I don't know. No, garbage is too harsh. It's it's very mid. Yeah. Very, very mid. So, I might not start watching episode 7 immediately, but one day I'll probably, like, get back to it fairly soon, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Okay. I like some of the characters. I want to see them do something. I'm down to see no, more, I, I... more Rack. He's going to throw more spears. It's going to be great. He's going to hit even I'm... further far away targets, you know? I'm starting to follow up podcast to this. I'm going to do like the rack, rack fan club. Like there's got to be other people out there. I'm ready for it. I mean, this is like pretty popular, right? This is like one of the biggest ones of the last season. Yeah. Uh, I, I think so. This like might've been like the big one last season or maybe like a sword art online season 14 or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, but it, it probably was in production, but there's also during this season, there is, um, God of High School, which is another Webtoons uh, comic brought to life by a Crunchyroll original. I don't know how much their input is, but um, I, wa- I don't know how much its success or these shows' success is dependent on um, Tower of God being successful. Hmm. I guess I never really thought about them being connected, but God of High School is fun. Some, God some of real High good. A, a great time. Some real great punch in action there punching and kicking yeah like that's that's a show that just kind of more knows what it is than um this one whatever what tower of god uh like that's <laughs> whatever, the, this is. whatever tower of gosh who, who knows uh yeah like god of god of high school is um that's a wonderful show like if you, i guess like my, my almost my review is like just watch that one instead of this one but. I'm a, I'm afraid that God of High School is going to turn into like a Shaman King kind of thing eventually because they keep summoning giant spirits and I'm not really into it. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, that's fair. Maybe that's spoilers, because, like, it is still airing, but oops. Are they rebooting Shaman King? Uh, I heard something about that, actually. I think the manga's coming back, or something like that. I've been hearing a lot about Shaman King recently. It's, like, entered, it's re-entered the, the collective consciousness recently or something, so maybe. He had big headphones. He, I always like the characters with the big headphones. Totally. I, the headphone character archetype needs to make a comeback, I think. It's not enough of them. Especially, like, they put on the headphones and start listening to music while they're fighting. And, like, it helps them somehow, <laughs> I guess. That's neat. It doesn't make any sense, but if you don't think about it, it's cool. So, uh, Bakri, where, what's your rating for Tower of God? Um, I can't, I can't call it garbage. Like, I did, you know, when we watched, um... Eat Man, which hasn't aired as of the time of this, rec- or hasn't been uploaded as of the time of this recording, but, like, that time moved so fucking slow when I was watching that. And this, it, like, I had, I had fun. Like, if I look yeah. at it through any sort of critical lens, I'm like, it's not that good, but, like, it, I enjoyed myself enough to not hate the time I was spending, you know? So, like, I probably would have put this on meh, but, like, that last plot twist about the lizard girl actually not being the princess of Jihad, and, like, she's actually the daughter of the princess of Jihad who was killed by the other princesses, like, that sort of, like, reveal made me go, like, oh, I kind of want to know what happens next, so I'll, I'll probably I'll probably keep watching it eventually. But I agree, it's it's pretty mid. I, I want to keep watching. I definitely want to watch more of this show. I think I've had the more positive feelings. But I if somebody was like, eh, I'm not feeling it, I totally get it. Like, mm-hmm. it's... You know, the main character is not that interesting. And we did talk about it when we talked about Eat Man. He's not that boring. Like, he's not a detriment to the show. It just, he's surrounded by so many cooler characters that it, you, I wish he was cooler. Yeah, there's, there's like, certain really mid, like, really not that great anime that I actually, like, enjoy because it, like... It's not trying to be that good and thus doesn't take itself, like, very seriously and it can do kind of stupid stuff and get away with it. Like, uh, Mirai Nikki, which I mentioned earlier, it's, like, it's dumb as shit, not that well put together, and it's about people who get text messages about the future and they have to kill each other and the one who kills all of the other ones becomes the next god. And it's dumb as shit and I like it a lot. Because it's that dumb. That sounds dope. Yeah, like, no, (laughs) give that show a, a shot. Like, don't expect that much out of it, but, like... I, I had a wonderful time watching that. So, like, uh, I kind of thought this would occupy that space for me, and it, it just doesn't do anything well enough to be actually good, and it doesn't do anything, like, stupid enough to, like, occupy that lane for me. So it's kind of just there. But mm. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, you know? Well, you know, um, we I, I'm glad we're throwing this in at the end where no one will potentially hear it. But <laughs> I, I, I do want to throw out, this is the first episode that we have recorded after posting the first episode on YouTube. So, oh, it is. Um, you know, this is uh, hopefully coming out in a more timely manner than previous episodes where we're not talking about games that came out, you know, before quarantine or whatever. I don't know. We talked about Resident Evil 4. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yes. Never mind. All right. The podcast is doomed for all of eternity. We went from games coming out in March to like games that came out like last generation so, or beyond. <laughs> Uh, but I just wanted to say thank you to um, our friends who are listening to this podcast and talking about it. And like, it really does make me happy to hear from, um, I, I mean, it's all friends at this point, but hearing from friends who are like, hey, I liked the episode. I liked this thing. I liked that thing. Like, it was, it was, it was really satisfying to hear that from people. So I've really been enjoying that. Yeah, people have been people have been really like surprisingly nice. Not that I thought anyone was gonna like any of our friends were gonna be dicks to us about it, but like. <laughs> 
I didn't expect people to be as nice about it as they are. So thank you, everybody. That's it. And thank you, John, yeah. for joining us. This has been fucking rad. It's nice to be here. Yeah. Look at us. <laughs> look at us. We did it. It's, hey. you know. Look at us. <laughs> hey. Who would have thought? <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. Hell well, yeah. now's the time for plugs that goes at the end of every podcast. So, John, how should people follow you? How should people learn more about every aspect of your life? Oh, gosh. I didn't know this was coming. Uh, <laughs> you can go on Instagram to see my photos. Uh, it's at Film Poppy. It's uh, film and old stuff. You can follow me on Twitter where I don't post anything. It's at Goth Bitch John. And that's it. You can't know anything else about me. <laughs> that's all they need. That's yeah, if I'm in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and anybody who wants to... I mean, I don't ever post much about the podcast except when we post the podcast, but you can follow me at Hentai Pizza Lord. And I mostly just retweet things about Sonic these days, but you can follow me at, at, <laughs> Bak, at Bakfu, B-A-K-F-U-U. Hell yeah. Well, guys, Hell we yeah. did it. We successfully talked about anime. I successfully got drunk on beer, so... Uh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Good night, everyone who's listening to this. I'm assuming everyone's listening to this at night. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> what a sign off. All right. What done. a sign off. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> Peace. One love. <laughs> Ooh, this is Stu from the future. We forgot to record what we're going to be talking about next time. Uh, yeah, our bad. Um, so the next episode is going to be on the show Space Brothers. We wanted to take a break from, you know, battle action anime and try something a little bit more mellow or hopefully mellow. I don't actually know anything about this show. Uh, so if you'd like to have an idea of what we're talking about in the next episode, uh, check out the first six episodes of that show, because that's what we're going to be watching. Okay, now back to the past or your present time. Thank you.